Episode of Mentality Unchained. I appreciate you guys coming through. I am Kevin Thomas, your therapist, and today, man, it's a special day. I'm excited yeah. to get into it with this young lady, uh, Miss Tina Renee. Miss Tina Renee, welcome, welcome. What's going on, bro? <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm good. I am good. You know, um, Tina is um, she's special, right? <laughs> like. She does so much, man, and and I would be remiss if I didn't say a little bit. Miss Tina, uh, Tina Renee is an R&B neo soul artist, radio personality, philanthropist, serial serial <laughs> entrepreneur from Chicago. <laughs> so look, let's just get into it because I know the people uh, when they watch the show, they really want to see good content, right? Yeah, definitely. And substance, right? Yes. And so I always say ordinary but extraordinary. And when I say that, I think of you. Yes. I think of people like you, like really uh, want to get in the meat of the community. Yes. Really want to uh, let people know that you're authentic and mm -hmm. you're real in this thing, right? Oh, definitely. So tell the people a little bit about who you are. Yeah. Because I just read a little bit. Just yeah. tell the people who you are. <laughs> definitely. Well, um, Tina Renee uh, from South Side of Chicago, <laughs> 69th Street is always tell everybody. Uh, born on the South Side of Chicago, um, truly. Uh, left at the age of 16, 17 years old, went down to Florida, was down in Florida, Tallahassee, yeah. and, you know, Florida A&M was the, the piece. And then I would tell everybody, I got the North um, City Girl with a Southern swag. So really? you get the Southern swag from me from being down South. And um, I'm a serial entrepreneur, as you say, mm -hmm. but what my heart is, is truly doing music. And music. so music is my heart. Um, and it's, it's where um, you get Tina Renee. Gotcha, gotcha. I know uh, when I was reading your bio and the stuff that I didn't know about you, I was like, wow. Yeah. So she she's a uh, Anita Baker, oh. uh, Aretha Franklin, yes. uh, Shaka Khan. I'm yes, like, what? connoisseur. Where, okay. Where did that come from? Like, you know, all my life, uh, music has been something that has really captivated my soul. So mm -hmm. when I was growing up, my dad used to play like Aretha Franklin, uh, Patti LaBelle, Michael Jackson, yeah. Elton John's. And so that music is actually where I always say you get that soulful discussion, soulful mm -hmm. Tina Renee. Gotcha. Um, and it's kind of where um, music actually helped me find who I am and yeah. those artists inspire me to be the best me. Wow. Yes. Wow. So we're going to get into uh, what your entrepreneurship yes. looks like uh -huh. in your catalog. But Ooh. first thing I would like to do is though, let's just take it back a little yes. bit. Because you know uh, my show is a lot about mental health, mm -hmm. right? Uh, about the well-being of a person, yes. right? From, from head to toe, the holistic approach, right? Mm -hmm. So just tell us a little bit about your childhood. Like, how did you grow up 
on the south side of Chicago. Definitely. What was that like? Well, uh, <laughs> I always I always tell people like I'm really truly I grew up on the 69th, but I was really from the projects. I tell everybody so um, when I when you think about becoming a product in your environment, that's one of the things that I did not. So 47 Rosenwall, mm-hmm. uh, 47 uh, Michigan, mm-hmm. that's truly where I grew up. Okay. So one of the things that really inspired me throughout my life is how do I not become a product of my environment? Mom mm-hmm. was a single mom, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, my stepfather was in my in my, in my life, so mm-hmm. I can't say I didn't grow up in a two parent household i didn't just didn't grow up in a household with my primary father gotcha. um and so um through that you know my mom was on public assistance and everything else but she did what she needed to do to survive yeah. and that's yeah. the beauty of it you right. know um right. and 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 here i am today mm-hmm. um and and working hard to make sure a lot of the youth and things of that nature don't become a product environment so that's kind of where you get tina renee the the philanthropist is so okay. i'm truly dedicated to making sure our community know that they have a resources whether or not just for a glimpse of it it may be through music or me giving back right truly that's kind of where you you get that tina renee portion wow, wow. I, I mean so that's the philanthropist what about the mother the wife oh i'm saying yeah okay <laughs> do you want me to deep um so yeah you know i am a mother um of 11 year old that's my biological but i got two bonus babies yeah, right. so, well, they not baby they not bonus babies but they're grown <laughs> women a 28 and a 21 year old yeah. and uh, definitely i have a, a supportive loving husband um, uh, Reginald, I gotta get my whoop whoop. That yeah, my what's hubby. up, Reg? Reg? <laughs> no, that's you know I have a supportive husband um, who has been there for the last uh, I would say eight years of my the last eight years who has really right. inspired me to be, be the right. best right. person I can be. Yeah, well, you know I, I, I gotta dig a little bit, right? Uh huh. <laughs> dig he, on. So last time I was on your radio show, yeah. you talked about how. Um, you didn't really take to Reg like that. You was oh, like yeah. pushing him away. Oh, yeah. I mean, tell me about that womanhood stuff. Like, get into that. <laughs> you know, whoever came up with that independent thing, y'all better throw it in the garbage. You know, but it, it actually came from my mom. So watching my mom become a single mm. mom mm. and um, seeing her work all those hours and, yeah. and did whatever she could to survive, that's actually the mentality that I took on. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, I, I didn't want a man in my life that wasn't going to add value. I had had enough of me okay. from domestic violence. I have never been prone to that. Never went oh, okay. through that in but my mom, whole entire mom life. Experienced that. Well, I experienced oh, it. Yeah, yeah. That. I experienced wow. that. Yeah. Um, and so I never wanted when I met my husband, I didn't love myself. Mm. That's deep. Why? And I would say I didn't love myself because I, I didn't understand how I allowed myself to be in a domestic violence situation. Right, right. And um, I was trying to find myself. And so sometimes when you're needing to elevate, mm-hmm. you need to take a step back and realize that you just can't jump from man to man. Mm-hmm. You really truly have to do some di- uh, dissecting of your own. And that comes with prayer. Wow. So when my husband, I met my husband, <laughs> he was sitting over there and he was throwing up shots. I was like, well, this man flirted with me. I didn't even know he was flirting. I didn't know what flirt was. Okay. <laughs> I looked at him like this man flirted with me. And, um, and he was, um, mm-hmm. and, um, and I said, he said, can I take you out? And I said, no. Why did you say no? I said, because I, I can't, I, I don't love myself. So how can I even remotely love you or, or go on a date with you? I can't entertain you at this moment. I'm broken. Yeah. I told him that. And then, um, I would say a couple months later, he was like, so you ready for to go out on a date? I was like, no. Now, mind you, that's my second time. I know three strikes you out. If I right? ask him again, he going he gonna, he gonna to be like, I'm going to fire you. Yeah, you don't yeah, worry about it. Yeah. But I actually told him three three times no. Yeah. And then one day, um, it was like a year later, um, I had had a rough day. And, and something said, call Reggie. Mm-hmm. And I called him and I said, hey, um, 
I want to take you out, uh, take you up on that date. He was like, Oh, I, where you at? All right. right, right. So we went out to the, uh, well, I can't, uh, the stadium uh-huh. right there. Okay. He said, let's, let's go out. And, uh, he actually told uh, his godfather that night that he was going to marry me. Really? And I looked at that man. I was like, oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. He ain't talking. Just talking. Yeah. And then, um, you know, it was uh, two years later we ended up, you know, getting married. How does that make you feel coming out of a domestic situation? Mm-hmm. Somebody that really put the effort into yeah. chasing you. Like, yeah. really, I want to be with this person. Yeah. How does that make you feel? You know, it made me realize that everything that I was going through in my life was meant to be so that I can love him the right way. Whoa. Cause I didn't know what really love was. Right. Right. You know, single parent household mom, not having my father in my life. What is true love? Yeah. And it comes with a man loving you two times as much as you love them. A man knows. Okay. <laughs> Ladies, I'm sorry. Put it out there. Put it I out there. I want to put that Go out ahead. there. Yeah, put it out there. And, and I've seen it happen so many times. A man knows when he's ready to love the right woman. Yeah, I agree. Because he's going to say, okay, I'm ready. Because now he is, he's done his part. He didn't yeah, play it yeah, in that playground. Play he, he didn't <laughs> threw that thing from left to right. But the beauty of it is when he's ready to truly settle down with that woman. Yeah. Oh man, it's it's going out. I like that man. It's going that, down. That's why I, I you know I, I'm so thankful that you wanted to be a part of uh, the event that we're going to be having. Oh in May. yeah, and definitely. We'll talk some more about that too. But yeah. you know, I think relationships are like the bond for the community, right? Yeah. Like people need to see black love. They need to yeah. see men and women like really being together and loving it. And yeah. it needs to exude out of them. And you know, the thing about it is we, we a lot of people watch reality shows yep. and thinking that uh, marriages is, is going to be easy and it's, mm-hmm. it's fluent. It is actually it's hard work. Yeah. Marriages yeah. work. Right. You right. get married. That's the, that's the channel that, that starts that commitment. But then that's when the devil and everything else starts to attack again. <laughs> like, Oh, you married. Oh, I want that. Oh, excuse me. I'm married. Get away from me. Right? Um, you know, you realize that it's work and yeah. it's truly a bond. Now it's, I always tell people it's a spiritual bond first. Mm. Cause there's days when you want to give up. Yeah. Okay. Can't cause God, I made this commitment. Now let's see how we're going to work this right, thing right, out. It's right. a different form. Yeah. You know, they don't, you know, I, I've seen throughout my years, people come and go in relationships. Oh right? yeah. Some of them don't want to endure the hardship that mm-hmm. marriage brings because mm-hmm. they, they have this fantasy of what it looks like yeah. right from the outside. And so they don't want to endure the hardship. And they, the first thing they do is like, okay, it's time for a divorce. Like, yeah, you don't want to give up No. Why do you keep pushing? Why do you keep pushing? I keep pushing because I know the man that I, I fell in love with. Okay. He's there. He ain't never gone nowhere. I think in relationship, people always say, well, you, I used to love you and I did this too. So I, I'm not going to say I'm just like that person (laughs) that didn't do it. I remember what we used to do. Right, 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 right. You know, I told my husband that, um, a couple of years ago and Mm -hmm. I had to sit back and I had to think to myself, well, seven years later, I mean, Mm -hmm. maybe the things you can't even lift my knees bad now, ankles bad, eyebrows, Mm -hmm. I can't move my dang on ankles. (laughs) You know, all of those things is, it's changed. So how my husband loved me seven years ago, Mm -hmm. I, it's totally different how he's going to love me now because I'm a different woman. He's a different man. That's the concept that I'd be trying to teach uh, couples today is that you want your spouse to change. Oh, yeah. Because if they don't change, they remain the same. Do yeah. you really want a, that same person no. that do go through that same stuff? It's like you want them to grow. Yeah. Now, it's when they don't grow, it's a problem. Man, because I think about man. <laughs> I, I, I had to laugh about it, but three years ago, I was out there rapping. You play hard, you know what I'm saying? What the? I need a, you know, 
I laugh about that, but that, now I'm singing, you know, um, Shaka Khan. Yeah, yeah. Where the essence of love. I'm singing those songs, and, and it's a different type of Tina. And people always say, well, Tina, she ain't that. Who she? And man, let, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> I'm married now. Yeah. I'm a yeah. business owner now. Right, right. I'm wearing a different hat. Compared to when I was out there twerking, yeah. popping up, dot, yeah. dot. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do that no more because I hold that to my two daughters, the mm -hmm. respect, and mm -hmm. I also owe that respect to my son to be that. who I am as a woman I and as a that. mother, I as a wife. Right. That changes everything. <laughs> I got my holy shirt on right now. <laughs> Can't even have my tatas out. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I, I tell you what, though, even shifting, you know, I, I, the love is good. I, yeah. I love that. But what people don't know about you, and I didn't, frankly, I didn't know yeah. this about you, that you, not only do you have many hats, you yeah. are a corporate woman. Yes. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that because they see the the, the entertainer, yeah. the, the, the vibrant yeah. Tina Renee. Tell, yeah. Talk a little bit about that. I mean, the last 20 years I've spent in corporate America as an executive um, or a regional human resource manager. It's something that I've always loved. People say, how do you how are you able to connect to people? Yeah. I'm like a butterfly. You can see butterflies are all around here, right? <laughs> yeah. Butterflies is beautiful. But one of the things that they connect to is the essence. The, the inner flower is is the what? It's where the flower goes because it's the beauty of that little pulp that sticks up and they connect to it. So I'm connected to the inner mental of, of people. So what make people do the things that they do from yeah. an HR perspective? And so and, and, and so that's kind of truly how I've been in HR for, for years, um, hiring, developing, training, inspiring, mm -hmm. um, touching lives. Um, and, and it's something that I... I I, it's out there. I mean, it's all over LinkedIn. If you want to be known, I tell mm -hmm. people like you see Tina, the artist, but I'm Tina. That's truly making an impact in the corporate world right. to help people understand diversity, inclusion, and their commitment to truly changing the overall culture of your business. Mm. And then you can see Tina out there yeah, yeah. touching people's lives, doing re, you know, doing yeah. the radio personality and then the singing. People get every aspect of Tina Hooting. I share my, my you, whole world. You're, you're the very essence of don't judge a book by its Oh, no. You better because not judge that's, me, but baby. that's the first thing they say. Oh, she's a she's an entertainer. She's this. She's mm -hmm. that. But they don't know. No. No. They don't. Um, when you think about me, I, I tell everybody, I can play dumb. Mm. Mm. I can play dumb. Mm. I can, the vernacular, I can change it up real quick. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Thank you for calling Tina. <laughs> But the question would be, is it authentic? Yeah. And so I think in whether or not I'm in corporate America or whether or not I'm in um, in entertainment, you still get the authentic team and whether or not they right. like it or not. So that's you. you. You have the best of both worlds. Oh, yeah. I'll be up there trying to teach them people in corporate America. You know, I'd be like, you know you know what that means, right? <laughs> Finsta. Finna. Finsta. Finna. Finna. That means I'm going to do that. Right? <laughs> I can appreciate that, man. <laughs> Keeping it real. That's, that's one thing that I do in my therapy is when I first meet people uh first thing is i don't look like the normal therapist right there you go uh, my beard is so rusty and, and all this and and i'm hit with a hoodie on i might have my my, my beanie on yes i don't look like the typical uh therapist though but they quickly understand that uh the outer shell that's just who i am yeah i don't apologize for that so i know it sounds like you don't apologize either. No. it's like you get what you get yeah you know the tough part about it is in, in corporate america uh, corporate america the uh, what should success look like? Mm. What mm. should your director look like? Do gotcha. now the times are changing. It's mm. not cut, yep. clean. Right. You can have a vice president just that that they may have dreads. Absolutely. That can outwork. Yep. The cut, clean cut person. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's where society has to realize that the change of the culture of what 
corporate America looks like mm -hmm. is something that we need to really dig into. Mm -hmm. It may be a person with tattoos on their arms. That doesn't right. mean that I'm not capable for the job. It just means I don't look like you. Yeah. Are you willing to give me a chance? And that's one of the things that I'm challenging um, in every organization I've ever worked with. Right. You talked about inclusion and diversity and things yeah. of that nature. Like, what do you see now in our communities? Because I, I know that there is a struggle uh, to, uh, I guess, to progress the, the black community because there's so many other elements that are affecting that. What is, what's your take on that? I think the reason why we're struggling and, and co companies and corporate America, they can always talk about diversity. Mm -hmm. Oh, we have a diversity program, gotcha, right? Gotcha. That we've set up to put black people together mm -hmm. and white people right. and Asian people together. What we have to do is truly realize this is a mentality that's learned and until we learn from each other and truly engage one another differently, mm -hmm. then the the growth, it's going to take time. Absolutely. Progress in corporate America is going to take time because everybody doesn't look the same, but we all want everybody to think the same. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How does customer service, you're supposed to greet mm -hmm. every guest. Yeah. You need to plug, give eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> but what if it's hi? Yeah. What if it's that head nod? Uh -huh. What if it's, hi, what's going on, girl? Mm -hmm. It may look different. Right. And so we have to be open to truly looking at court, you know, the corporate standards mm -hmm. a little bit different. It doesn't mean it has to be ghetto. Yeah. It just yeah. means that it's going to, it needs to change mm -hmm. how we truly hire talent, mm -hmm. how the leadership is engaging talent. Your leadership should look like your employees. Gotcha. So that they're able to truly um, understand them. Mm -hmm. You can't put all black kids mm -hmm. with a white teacher, right? Right? Mm -hmm. Could that white teacher truly understand if they never been in the hood, right. a new hunger? I got it. So you have to show that adaptability, but at the same time, be able to learn that's, from one another. That's the definition of mentality unchanged. Oh, I know. I, I felt that. that. Praise I it. That. Uh, I look at God sent it. <laughs> Won't he do it? <laughs> so, so now you talked about that from the corporate standpoint, but mm -hmm. now let's talk about it from. Uh, uh, the individual standpoint, because you have this young lady that has probably experienced everything you experienced. Single, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. come from a single parent home, grew up in, a, mm -hmm. in the hood, all these things. How do they adapt and find that mindset of change or or I'm, I can be successful? You know, I think it's truly understanding that you have to do the, the, the work. Okay. So I could be a single mom, but I never wanted to be, I'm a, I was a single mom, but I never wanted to be a product of my environment. Okay. Mindset. Gotcha. What do I have to do? I mm -hmm. mean, I got to get my degree, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I got to get a degree potentially. Uh -huh, right. Uh -huh. Now you really don't, you can make money off yeah. getting certificates right, or having right. an associate's degree. Right. Right. Um, Okay, well, what is it that I need to do? I had uh, resources, mentors that was set around me mm -hmm. that I wasn't afraid to say, hey, can you help me out with this? Mm -hmm. Because this is where I don't want to be. Mm -hmm. And then ultimately building my craft to, to make sure people understand that this is where I want to. I'm going to work hard. Mm -hmm. I'm going to outwork anybody. Gotcha. There's not one person that can say, Tina, man, please, I'm going to outwork <laughs> you. Right? Okay. You got to put some work in. Right. And then understanding, too, you have to be true to yourself. As a single mom, do you not need a man mm -hmm. mm. or do you need a truly somebody that you, that understands you and what your needs and your desires are that's aligned with where you are mm -hmm. in your life at that moment. And y'all can grow together. Yeah. So you need that person to help you out with, with, with your, your family. And he should need you just as much as you Absolutely. need him. Absolutely. Um, 
and then y'all grow together. Um, and I think the mentality is just truly a, a learned mentality. Be a lot of times single moms become the victim. Well, don't make that same mistake and go out and have more kids. Right. Y'all women don't get mad at me. Right. I'm just being honest. I had one child and God, you know, if I was out there and I would have had three, mm-hmm. I, I lost two. Gotcha. I would have had three, but if it came down to it, if I knew that I was going to be a single mom and I was going to be by myself again, I wouldn't mm. go out there and give up them tata. I give up that do do do. I can't give I it out because I, I don't because yeah. I don't ever want to f- know what it's like to be a single mom again with mm-hmm. two kids. Wow. That's one of the hardest jobs any woman can have. Thank God I met my husband that made me realize what it's like to truly have a man, right, right. not a boy, mm-hmm. a man mm-hmm. to help raise my child. Okay, you brought up a good point because you said a man, mm-hmm. not a boy. <laughs> um, my wife often talks about uh, how women sometimes can be hard. Oh and, yeah, and and put off oh, put yeah. off men like I was that. What's <laughs> what's your perspective on men? Like, what do we need to do to be the best version of ourselves for you guys? Make us not want to be hard. Wow, how do we do that? Show up when I need you, and I what I mean by that is single mom had to pay every bill, had to do whatever it took to make sure my child um, worked long hours mm. just to have a roof over our head. My husband. It sounds so crazy. I'm going to share this story real quick. <laughs> uh, when I met my husband, it was snowing outside. Okay. I would travel here and travel to Schaumburg to go to work every day. Mm-hmm. And I would come home and every day my snow was removed by the time I made it home. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. He didn't do it. <laughs> but he made sure that it happened yeah. because he wanted me to get home. Mm-hmm. When I walked home, when I, when I drove him to my driveway, I was able to get home and not have to worry about it. He did that every time. I believe that any something simple like that. Right. And I I think that too, I believe that I I make sure I do exactly stuff like that. You don't want your wife to have to go through through all that. that. And it it may seem like it's small, but cutting the grass safe, safe, Mm -hmm. safety piece. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't have to worry about being scared at nighttime. I don't have to worry about if I'm going through something that is not going to be a person that's going to pray with me. Yeah. My husband's often, we going through something. We are baby. Let's pray about it. Gotcha. I'd be like, for when he first time when he told me that, I looked at him like, fool, what's wrong? You talking about? I want to pray? pray. But it was a beauty of essence. I had never had a man that prayed for me as much as I prayed for him. Mm-hmm. And so um, if I would say one, to one thing to men, a woman don't want to be hard. Mm-hmm. She wants to be loved. Mm-hmm. She want to understand that she's being understood. And she wants a man that's truly going to show up when she needs him. I can dig into that so deep, but Ooh. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that because yeah. I think that um, I want to talk that a balance now. Yeah. Now let's talk about Tina yeah. Renee. Tina Renee, the career woman, Ooh. like all of these things: philanthropist, uh, entrepreneur, entertainment, music, radio. I love Soulful Discussion 2.0. <laughs> Here's the thing, though: How do you balance all of that, and why do all of that? I do it because I think um, I didn't know. I think I know. I have a duty to God to be a servant of His. Mm-hmm. So for mm-hmm. discussions is truly meant to allow entrepreneurs like myself the opportunity to to tell the world that they have a resource out there. Gotcha. I am 
include my son on this. He takes some of my shows, <laughs> you know, and it's because truly it's what he wants to do. Not what I want, right. what he wants to do. Right. My husband, you know, um, my husband has, um, exquisite bar and grill with his, his, um, his business partners. That's actually what I've always wanted opportunity, but it also gives jobs for the community. Mm-hmm. It gives me an opportunity to showcase my talent, the talent of, 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 uh, our communities. Yeah. And it also gives us the opportunity to come together as fellowship. Then the balance of me doing my corporate side is, guess what? I got insurance. Yay. <laughs> uh, but it also gives me, once again, a touch like I am truly a servant of God. And, mm-hmm. and if anybody that's out there in the world think that it's all about you, it's never about you. Your job yeah. is to serve. So yeah. as, as long as I continue to touch lives yeah. and do what I love, my husband lets me do it. As soon as he say, you're doing so much, I have to back down. Yeah, yeah. But right now my balance is, let me let me do it while I'm old enough, you know, while I'm young. Shoot, I'm another young tender room. I hear you, you know. girl. I hear you. I hear you. That's you know what? You are helping so many people uh, right now, specifically women, because yeah. sometimes women get in this mode of I'm just gonna sit back and let him do it. Or yeah. he's a provider. Yeah, he's yeah. a provider, but he would love for you to do things too. Yeah. Be you, be your authentic self. And so how does he feel about your push to be successful in whatever you do. It was so funny. Um, and I, quick story. A lot of people said my husband just support me mm-hmm. when it comes to my music thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I was starting to feel it because we was telling me like, your husband ain't never there at your show. I was like, what's going on? He mm-hmm. said, well, baby, you know, I'm never at your shows is because I don't like how men treat you. Mm-hmm. So we, instead of me coming up and showing up and showing out, I let you do your thing. Got right. You. I got you. Um, and so the balance of it all is my husband is able to allow me, and I'm gonna say allow, allow me to be free okay. to do whatever it is that I do. Okay. And I, same thing, babe, you want to do it, do it because we know that life is short and today mm-hmm. and tomorrow we can go and go today and tomorrow. But at the same time, we know that we've done everything that we've truly want to do. In that connecting, how did two people from one from California and one from Southside Chicago, how did they end up in Rockford? Uh, I, <laughs> People say, well, Rockford is one of the hardest cities. There's no nurse support. Well, you you obviously ain't met Atlanta. You, you know, you obviously haven't been down to Tennessee. Right. You obviously ain't been down to Nashville. You obviously haven't been down to Florida. When you get a chance to get out there and see other places, you realize, oh, it ain't that bad. It's just maybe I need to get outside of my, my mindset. Yeah, yeah. So I teach a lot of, on generational trauma. Yeah. And I think that's one of the uh, foregone, forgotten things yeah. lately, right? Um, because... First of all, people struggle to understand what trauma is, right? Yeah. And when it comes to generational trauma, I see the residual effect that it's having on our mm-hmm. kids. Yeah. Because a lot of parents don't know yeah. that they're dealing with certain stuff, oh, yeah. right? certain things, right? And so we're passing it on and passing mm-hmm. it on. How do we break that cycle? I'm going to say get help. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, and talk about it. Now, mm-hmm. when I say get help, which which be will be releasing yeah. the trauma. Right. Um, uh, I've been raped. Wow. Um, I've had cancer, uh, domestic violence, and I, I would say if you think about the ratio for stats, one out of four women has been in that same situation. Yeah. Chances are, grandma, auntie, and uh, you know, and, and, and mom has been in that same thing. The question is, have we talked about it for so many years? We've kept it. Yeah. In the closet, mm-hmm. because guess what? We don't want to expose somebody. Right. And it's not until we truly do a deep down dissect and say, okay, listen, I actually have been hurt. Mm-hmm. And this is the reason why I'm so angry. Because when I was young, I didn't realize why I was angry. I wanted to, ooh, yeah. I wanted, yeah. you know, I yeah. had a really bad attitude. Right. Um, but I realized that I had some trauma in my life that I needed to, to truly 
truly dig down to it. Then my father wasn't a part of my life. Right. Oh, yeah. that's not my real daddy. Right. Oh, where? Yeah. Well, how come my daddy didn't love me? Right. How come my daddy's not in my life? Right. Um, those things, whether or not we know it, it can be 20 years down the road. And, and we want to know why I'm so emotional when it comes to men. Well, because I didn't have my father in my life and I felt like my father abandoned me. Yeah. We have to be able to dissect that. Now me and my dad, we chill. Yeah. yeah. I finally got a chance to met, meet my father. Right. right. Oh, now I, I answer those questions and sometimes those questions that you want answered is not going to be there. Right. So you have to understand that where, where's truly my trauma? What do I need to do? Talk about it with someone mm-hmm. seek help. Mm-hmm. It was okay to go to a therapist, mm-hmm. but you know, I think the reason why we're struggling with that is because for so long we have suppressed it. We can't cry. Yeah. We need to cry, mm-hmm. cry them tears. We need to get on our knees and pray. We need to tell somebody what you're going through so someone can help you because a lot of times people die inside silently, silently, but we don't want to see that happen. Tell us so we can truly open up. And then the next thing is if somebody's telling you that they're dying inside, how about we just listen yeah. and not give them solutions? You sound like a person that has really understood oh, the, yeah. the, the ramifications of what you've dealt with. Oh, yeah. I mean, I had to hit it head on. I knew what death felt like. Mm-hmm. So I knew now know what it like what it's like to live and I don't ever want to die again, which I will. Yeah. But I mean to be alive and dead are two different things. So what was that one thing that set you on that path? What was that one thing that said, Tina Renee, you need to wake up? My son. Mm. He's my pride and joy. Uh-huh. I um there's a there's a song called Human that I have. I took one look at my song, then I realized I have to go on. <laughs> what for me took place is when I got sick, my son fed me baby food. And to this day, he remembers that. Really? Yeah. Imagine your son being like three feeding you baby food. And they still remember that. Like <laughs> I remember to change your diapers, you know, diapers. <laughs> um, I think that for me was a wake up call that I need to live mm-hmm. and I need to live every day. Like it's my life. So all that drama, yeah, that gossip, I'll go off on you in a minute. You ain't get to carry that stuff on because guess what? Tomorrow's not promised. We're seeing people die every day. Yeah. It's not going three at a time. You know, people are not dying three at a time. It's like six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Mm-hmm. So this trauma of love, where we need to pour love into each other, uh, that's where we are right now. And that's where I am in my life. Mm-hmm. I got to love on you. Let me, come here. That's why I tell everybody, I love you. <laughs> They're like, how she love me? She just met me. Wow. Because guess what? Maybe if I tell you I love you, mm-hmm. then you will love someone else as well. I like that. So you've said it a couple times. You said I was sick. And, uh, you know, the cancer and stuff yeah. like that. And then you also say that for two years you couldn't walk. Yeah. Like, was that all a result of the, of the no, cancer? No, listen, okay. I'm a, I was working at work and I fell like five feet in the, from an air. So now, mind you, this is when I was at 105.7. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you how dedicated Tina was. <laughs> she would drive a one feet to Freeport, slide down the stairs, and then push herself back up just to make sure our community knew that what they were doing was special. However, I realized that during this time, I kept on wanting to push myself. But God at some point said, okay, okay, I see you're going to still be a fool and keep on driving. And God mm-hmm. said, okay, well, guess what? Now you can't drive with the other leg because I'm going to swell this baby up. So you got no choice to sit home. <laughs> Here I go, still trying to do mu- uh, trying to do the shows yeah. from at home. And God said, okay, well, I'm going to mess up your whole internet so you can just sit your butt down, right? Really? And I'm still trying to push people. So then I'm every day, hey, y'all, how you doing? It's your girl, Tina Renee. Uh-huh. Make sure y'all tune in. Make sure. <laughs> God was like, okay, I don't know. I got to break your phone and like for you to listen. And then that's kind of the rebirth. Uh, we separated. We went our separate ways. But then the revamp of Sofa Discussions 2.0 came about. Gotcha. But, um, yeah, I tore the ligaments in my ankle. I'm at like 25% um, disability in my ankle where people, I, 
shouldn't be walking with a should still be walking with a limp. But baby, I'm out here in these heels. You strut, girl. You Ooh, they better say it. Mm. Yeah. Picked up weight and everything. And people understand it as an artist when you used to having to be in a stout joint and now you out here looking like a <laughs> beluga whale, babe. That that's two different things. And it's cause you can't walk, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um but I it it just goes to show that no matter if you can't walk, the impact that you can make on the world mm-hmm. is huge. Open up two businesses, mm-hmm. redid 2.0, mm-hmm. and I did that all from the comfort of my home gotcha. in networking. Wow. So that means if I can do it not walking, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear none of your excuses. Get your butt out there and do what it is that you want to do. Right, right. Yeah. I, You know what? I'm sitting here at all with, <laughs> with, with your heart, with your intelligence, <laughs> and all that because – you push the status quo oh, of yeah. what a woman should be, and especially what a black woman should be. Oh, yeah. And I, I can truly appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know uh, the young ladies out there he- that hears this, uh, they will feel the same. Yeah. And I think that you continuing to push who you are as a person mm-hmm. uh, allows people to kind of be themselves. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's what we all should team and doing is making mm-hmm. people feel comfortable with being themselves definitely i mean i think about all the lives that i inspire behind the scenes where i don't have to call their names out they know who they are mm-hmm. know. <laughs> you know who you are but you know when you get rich call me out okay because <laughs> then i want you to give me some money back and i'm right, just right, playing right. you know i think the the inspiration that we put into people um behind the scenes is is truly what makes us whole mm-hmm. and so i think about i've started people businesses for behind the scenes mm-hmm. uh to this year Wow. And and I'm not gonna say who they are. Right, they know fine. who they are. You yeah. got your business, boo. Absolutely uh, right. You know, it's those things um, that I can sit back and say, I've done that, mm-hmm. and I don't want no applause mm-hmm. or you know, the artist behind the scene that's that's going charting because of Renee. I'm excited because you you live your dream. Yeah. We need to inspire more people and not hold the knowledge that we have inside. They said, Tina, you should be paying these people. I said, you know what the payment is. Mm. When I walk through those pearly gates, God gonna say job well done. Well done. All right, all right. They say the the, the best the best uh, feeling in the world is to be able to help people. Oh yeah, and not put yourself out there like that. People no. kind of bring it back to you. Yeah, I, I I see people go out there and they feed the homeless. Mm. I could say uh, shout out to Goodfellas who allowed me to do nine hundred families each year and give kids Christmas that I help shop for. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. For three years. So that goes up to like 3000 people. I think about in Arkansas, the lives I've, uh, I've worked with feeding three, three, 4,000 people doing Christmas for years after years. I think about the Christmases I've given here. My friends and I go and do feed the homeless down in Chicago and mm-hmm. pass out hamburgers and, and stuff like that. And meals um, during Christmas time and Thanksgiving time. You ain't going to ever see it on, on Facebook, right, right, right. But guess what? If you were to call Goodfellas, mm-hmm. if you look up Broadway Joe, mm-hmm. um, in um, in 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 um, Little Rock, Tina Renee, Tina McBride is what that's gonna be, um, because <laughs> um, that's her professional side of it. They're gonna gotcha. say, "Oh my God, she has really done those things." Mm-hmm. This is life. This is not something that I talk about. This is what I do. Wow, I love it. I love <laughs> it, man. So, uh, we got a few more minutes here, but but let's just talk about. What do you think the future is for Rockford? Like, what do you think uh, right now Rockford needs to continue to move forward? 
I love the dynamic of what Rockford is doing right now. And um, some people can't see it because they are not taking advantage of it. Mm -hmm. The business first through the city. Mm -hmm. I love what Janine Stevenson is doing for women empowerment. They just had a women's empowerment gala Mm -hmm. last night Mm -hmm. and where they um, brought in our, um, you know, a key guest speaker. Kikerford is getting ready to bring another guest speaker down here. Mm -hmm. I love the dynamic of we're truly bringing resources. The question is, is whether or not you guys are ready. Y'all say y'all want this stuff. Right, right, right. resources is out there right right are you hungry enough to go to go get it are you willing to network yeah don't just talk about it be about it and truly take advantage of it. i think we're going in the right direction what i want us to get in control of is 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 um in control is the violence that's taking a pair taking place in our community yeah. y'all um i want to make sure y'all hear this from me the 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 killings y'all know as a family member yeah get your family in check mm-hmm Take care of your household right. first. Right. Right. Once you take care of your household, each person take care of their own household. Then the community's it. Yeah. We don't have to worry about nothing. Yeah. Because you know it's Cousin Pete and Papa yep. that's out there acting a fool. Whoop that. Okay. Okay. That's just that. <laughs> um, but, you know, we got to get those things in check. But I th- ultimately, if we don't change the community and the world's going to change, and then we're gonna miss our beat. I agree. Get get with it. I agree. I think too to add to what you're just saying also is like um, collaborations and connections, kind of like what we're doing. Network is, is your is, network. Is being able to bring all these these heads together. Power. And like, hey, let's just build this monster mm-hmm. to where we can push our community and our yeah. city forward. And I think that we're starting to get that. I'm seeing yeah. it like you're seeing yeah. it. I think too, like for me, it's it's a force for me because. I'm a quiet guy, right? Right. I'm like, I like to stay behind the scenes, but I notice that I have to get out more. Yeah. And so now people are starting to know what I do, which mm-hmm. is what I want. Yeah. Is I need people to get help, yeah. right? Yeah. And so if I can be able to step out, I know a lot of everyone else. Yeah. And know? we and we got you know, we got jobs. Yeah. And we're doing this because we know that the community needs this. Right. Power connection change is the one thing that I'm truly founded on when it comes to so uh sober discussions. Power. Mm-hmm. That's the mindset. Mm-hmm. You have the power to change whatever mindset it is. Positive results, it comes with a positive mindset. Absolutely. Connections, networking, getting out there, meeting new people, comf- getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. Will give us the necessary change that we want to see in our community. We can't talk about change and we're not at the town hall meetings. We can't talk about change from the comfort of your home. Because who are you impacting? Just your bad kid? Okay. Right. No, okay, I can't say that. <laughs> you, who are you, you know, truly truly changing to help you you, mm-hmm. you can't do it you're just talking about it. you're on the sideline yeah. i need you to get in the field right grab that ball and run Whew. okay girl y'all <laughs> i believe success is uh being able to support someone else oh yeah dream, dream and aspiration mm-hmm. and i think you breed every bit of success yes um I always give my guests an opportunity when we're wrapping up to leave some advice. Mm -hmm. Uh, And for you, though, I want you to leave some advice for the women. Mm -hmm. And I want you to leave leave some advice for the entrepreneur that is struggling, trying to get started and and may not have that network and may not know what the next step is. Leave some advice for them for me. Um, For the women, I'm going to say find who you are and be confident with who you are as a woman we have an aura that, that's unstoppable <laughs> honey it ain't just the beauty right it's how we talk it's how we walk when, when we enter a room we command it mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. when your heart is right yeah number two don't be so independent that you forget about oh 
Okay. You want to fill in that blank. Okay. <laughs> I want you to, number one, you don't forget about yourself. Yeah. And you don't forget about that the fact that you're supposed to love. Mm. Okay. For the entrepreneur that, that wants to start their business, I'm going to say, what's, what you waiting on? All right. The timing of the essence is now. Gotcha. So if you continue to wait, gotcha. you're going to be waiting forever. I, I, I said that was going to be the last one, but I got one more. Yeah. <laughs> one more. Um, because you've dealt with so much trauma and you've been in the, the, the realm of violence. Yeah. Um, that young lady yeah. that may be ready to give up. Uh-huh. And maybe she's homeless or she's mm-hmm. going from shelter to shelter, dra- mm-hmm. bringing her kids along. And she or somebody that is in an abusive relationship. Oh. Like, what would you say to them? First and foremost, I want to go back to the domestic violence, please. He's never going to change. Chances are you're not the first person mm-hmm. and you won't be the last. Mm-hmm. So it's so easy to to stay because you want to help. Gotcha. Guess what? You can't help him. He has to help himself and deal with his trauma. So run. Okay. <laughs> All right. Don't don't you stop. That's honest, right? Run. I'm going to be honest shooter. with you. Run. Trauma is meant to build you, mm-hmm. to become your best you. Yeah. It's going to be years and you look back and you're going to say, oh, I remember when I was. Uh-huh. Your trauma is temporary, but your future is forever. Yeah. So you got forever and a day until God call you home. To live your best life. So live it. Well, I would like to say that I appreciate you. Yes. I love your spirit. I appreciate everything that you're about. Mm-hmm. And if you guys want to hear more about uh, Tina Marie, uh, Tina, where, where can they find you? <laughs> yeah, Tina Marie. You know what? I, I feel like Marie needs to be my name. It should be because that's all. when when I think of you, that's all I think about Tina they, Marie. Everybody says that. My whole family <laughs> still call me Tina. Hey, y'all, y'all know my name, Tina Renee? Yeah, yeah. Tina Marie is like that that singer that they hit them notes, it right? Is. And everybody say the same thing. Tina Renee, that's truly my name. Tina Renee is actually my name. I didn't create yeah. nothing else. <laughs> Uh, but y'all can find me at Tina Renee Singer, all social media sites. Y'all can make sure y'all tune in every Monday and Wednesday on Soulful Discussions. Listen in at WLGBLive.com. Y'all can hear me hear his voice. Yes, y'all hear it. Um, and I just want to say thank you for allowing me to be on your platform. Who said that shared platforms can't work together? All right. It's truly when it's done right. Yes. And it's truly done with great intent. And I love your intent for making our community great. Mm. And guess what? We're going to do it, boss. All right. Look, you reached out to me first. I was on your show first, yes. and I appreciate that. And with that being said, you, again, you guys can hear uh, Tina, Tina Renee. <laughs> she will be joining me uh, yes. May 20th at the second annual Bridging the Gap Forum uh, called the Family Reunion. Yes. And the reason why I titled it the Family Reunion is because it takes for the husband and the wife or the uh, the boyfriend or the girlfriend to come together yeah. to push the agenda of togetherness and love. Definitely. So make sure you guys join us at uh, 118 North Main Street, Rockford, Illinois, at the Norloft, and we will be live streaming on the uh, Mentality Unchained platform. So as I always say before we leave the show, we all have the ability to change our circumstances only if we focus on what we can change. You better say it. Thank y'all for joining me. Tina Renee. Hey. <laughs>